Welcome to Going Underground, a podcast by yorkcalling.co.uk. I'm Graham Smith, Editor-in-Chief of York Calling, and for this extra special episode, I'm joined by our Managing Editor, Jane Hawkins. Together, we're going to be looking back at 2022 and share some of our favourite acts that have graced the York Calling pages. I don't know about you, Jane, but it's not been an easy task to whittle things down. We've published almost 3,000 articles this year already. How have you found pulling your together your list? Difficult, to be perfectly honest. There's just been so much good music come out, and I think a lot of that's to do with the pandemic. I know people haven't been able to do things as much in gig, but a lot of the artists that I've spoken to in interviews, they, they use that time to, to make more music. So um, I think that's partly the reason why we've written so much. You know, people have managed to be so prolific because they've had that time locked down. So how this is going to work is that I'm going to declare a category and we both get uh, time to talk about our favourite acts in that category, plus some honourable mentions. So without further ado, I thought it would be good to start local and talk about some of the favourite releases from artists based in York and nearby. So firstly, I want to mention Bull because they are no strangers to the blog. We've been featuring them pretty much since we started. Um, and they did release a new EP this year uh, called Stuck Between the Virtual and Physical World. And they had a new single called Stuck, which ironically does keep getting stuck in my head from time to time. Uh, it was really a, it was a change of direction for them. Uh, there's loads of experimentation in there. They brought in an organ, which I've not heard them play before. And it was just a, a really catchy tune. Um, secondly, I want to mention a Leeds-based band called Mood Organ. Um, they're sort of a psychedelic rock band, but they're really doing something that's unique. Um, they also released an EP this year called Iconic Bench Scenes. Yeah, they just combine so many different um, genres in, into their sound. There's rock, there's groove, there's acoustic, there's indie, there's metal, there's goth, there's blues. I could go on, but somehow they, they make all that sound really cohesive. And my final honorary mention is for Jeremy M. Uh, he's a, a recent discovery of mine. He is based in York uh, and he's doing sort of this really darkly emotive and cinematic um, uh, R&B and sort of, sort of low-key um, emotional stuff. But um, I think the thing that's really caught my attention most coming out of York uh, this year has got to be an album by Drew Worthley and No Spinoza. Um, the album was called Maxim, and it was a concept that really shouldn't have worked, but it did, because what they did was reinvent nursery rhymes um, and do them with this really sort of earnest seriousness. And, and it felt like all these sort of children's nursery rhymes um, took on this deeper meaning and, and complexity, and it was just... <laughs> It was just a really joy to, to listen to, um, just simply because you recognise the song, but it's not in any way that you, you would ever hear it before. Wow, that sounds really interesting. It's uh, something I'll have to check out myself. Um, so for me, there's a band that I've kind of been following for a little while. Um, they're called The Howl and the Hum. Um, I originally actually um, saw the, the lead singer Sam Griffiths performing um, at loads of open mic nights back when I was a student, going back about 10 years. Um, and he's just got this knack for producing these gorgeous, folky, melancholic songs um, that just sound really, really beautiful. He's got a wonderful knack for songwriting. Um, so 
um, I've been listening to them quite a bit. Um, they've actually recently announced today um, that their Live at York Minster album will be set for a vinyl release fairly soon, um, thanks to an organisation called Fair Sound. Um, so that's something to watch out for. Um, and they're also playing at the Crescent, I believe it's the 20th of uh, December. Um, so if you've not caught them yet, go and see the Howl and the Hum. They're really, really fantastic. Yeah, that, that'll be a really special gig at the Crescent as well, because I think the Howl and the Hum is probably the biggest thing that's come out of York recently. And the Crescent is such an intimate venue. So, yeah, get your tickets early, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're a fantastic band. Um, now, just moving slightly away from York, there's a couple of other uh, acts that I've been listening to from Leeds. Um, so there's a band called The Calls. Um, they've been going for a few years now. We've covered them a few times. Um, and they kind of started out as just, you, you know, your you garden variety indie rock band. Um, but over the years, they've changed their sound immensely. So they've added in psychedelic elements, folky elements. Um, every album and EP that I've listened to has been completely different, um, which is brilliant. You know, I love an artist or a band that, can change their sound um, instead of just staying the same. Um, so they've um, actually recently released a new EP uh, called the Setting Sun EP. Um, so that's well worth a listen if you've got the chance. Um, and then for my third one, um, there's an electro indie artist that I recently discovered called Answer Machine. Um, so uh, Answer Machine, they've just released a new single called Disco Dance. That was a few months ago. Um, but it's basically electronic indie music um, with some memorable melodies, um, fantastic songwriting once again, um, and you know another localish act that's definitely worth checking out. And they do a few gigs um, locally as well. I know they've been playing in Leeds a bit. Uh, hopefully they'll they'll come across to York at some time. Yeah, here's hoping. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's my three for now. Um, I mean, there's so much good music, as you said, coming out of York and and the Leeds area. It's just it's hard to to mention everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so our next category is going to be rock. Um, so I've got a, a few honourable mentions here. Um, firstly, Hyatt's Villain. Um, they are a sort of, I don't really want to say comedy rock band, but there, there is a certain comedy about the, the kind of music that they make. Um, the, the track that really stood out to me was one called Kids Don't Buy Groceries. And it was just this really simple, effective message about don't spoil your kids yeah they're, they're still growing as your responsibility to look after them and that that kind of stuck with me uh, and the, and the music really hits hard too there's these big monster rock riffs that they, they put into it um, secondly uh, I want to mention Lusa Morena uh, they're a um, London-based band uh, but they're, they're, they're headed up by a Portuguese singer-songwriter called Barbara and it's psychedelic rock. It's very sort of uh, introspective as well. Um, she uses it as a kind of a therapy. Uh, and a lot of their songs are actually about therapy. A particular interest is called Six Sessions, which is about the, the free six sessions of therapy you get at the beginning. Um, and again, the riffs really hit you and, and it really sticks with you. Um, final honor honorable mention is for Eugenia Post Meridem. Um, they're an Italian band, um, and I've put them in rock, but they're, they're, they do a lot more than rock. It's not that simple. There's a lot of jazz in there as well, and it's really difficult to categorize. Um, but they, they released an album this year, uh, which we've covered, and a few of their singles, and they, they just keep popping up, and every time I see their name, I, I get excited. Um, but the rock band that blew me away the most this year is called the loud bangs 
Uh, and for, it was an interesting one for me because their music is kind of instrumental. I'm not usually into instrumental uh, music, but there are vocals, but they're used as an instrument as well. And you can't really hear what they're saying, but you get the emotion of what they're what they're expressing. And the the sound is is really unique. Uh, it's it's difficult to describe, but the band say they're equally influenced by 90s shoegaze and German club music. So that gives you a kind of an idea of just how weird that could be. Um, but we covered two of their EPs this year. Um, one's called Highway Safety Films and the other's called The Alice Experience. And they're, they're both just top notch. And it's just so impressive that they managed to put them both out in the same year. So how about you, Jane? Um, yeah, so one band that I wanted to draw attention to, um, they're more of a punk band, but they do have elements of grunge, elements of rock, elements of indie within their music. Um, they're called Doll Riot. They're um, a female-fronted kind of angsty punk rock band with a bit of a political bent behind them. Um, they released uh, a self-titled EP back uh, around July, August time this year. Um, there's only three songs on the, the EP, um, but it's the sort of thing that makes you, you know, you're longing for more once you've heard it because the, the songs are just fantastic. Um, one track that we um, reviewed, it was called 300 Years. Um, and it's very interesting in that it's, it's a punk song, but it's also got a, a surf rock kind of quality to it. Um, so it's kind of adding something new to a genre which can sometimes be a little bit stale. Um, so I definitely reckon, um, recommend checking out Doll Riot. Another young artist that I've checked out um, is called Teddy Clark. So it's, again, it's, it's not so much straight up rock and roll that he produces. It's kind of indie pop rock. Um, I felt that there was a massive Smiths influence in there, actually, with the way he sings and also a lot of the melodies he uses. Um, there was one track in particular, which is called Stick and Poke. Um, and it's just such a fantastically written song that the main chord sequence that runs through the chorus is just, it makes you think, how can somebody come up with that? I, I thought it was fantastic. Um, so Teddy Clark, he's been releasing a few songs this year, so I, I definitely recommend checking him out. Um, and then another band that we've featured quite a few times over the years are The Dirty Nil. So they've gained quite a bit of traction over the years, um, but they're still kind of struggling to hit that mainstream banner i mean maybe they don't want to <laughs> um you know a lot of bands kind of prefer to go more independent nowadays which i think is a good thing most of the time um but they they released a song recently called bye bye big bear which we reviewed um after not hearing anything for about a year or so um it's a massive rock song with bluesy riffs um but it's also quite melodic at the same time so they're, they're very good at mixing the heaviness and the catchiness at the same time. Um, so yeah, the Dirty Nail, they're another fantastic band who are uh, on the up and up at the moment. Right, brilliant. Okay, next category is hip hop. Um, so I, I think we probably don't cover as much hip hop as we should, but um, there, there were a few um, acts I wanted to mention. Firstly, uh, John Baptiste, who's uh, featured on the blog a few times uh, over the year. Uh, he's done a song called Grammy Acceptance Speech, which is exactly what you think it is. Um, and another song called R.I.P. to Trap, which is very much just an ode to the old school boom bop style hip hop and, um, you know, a rebuttal to uh, maybe the modern style of rap like uh, trap music and emo rap and things like that. He has actually been on my radar since 2020, but yeah, he's, he's never far off it. Secondly, I want to mention OSP. Uh, they're a Reading based collective. Uh, again, few tracks come out this year we've tried to cover them all um it's kind of a mix between grime and hip-hop 
but they're a bit different from the crowd. You know, the OSP stands for only speak positive. So, you know, they're, they're swerving away from some of that negative uh, elements that you often hear in the hip hop world. But they're, they're still just absolutely killing it on their tracks. I think the highlight has to be a track called uh, Fill It Up, which is about um, going to a house party. And it just felt so relatable in, in terms of how they described it. Um, but probably my favorite hip hop act um, for this year. And it technically came out at the end of 21, but it didn't hit my radar until January, so it counts. Um, and he's called uh, Kit Gordon. He released a double A side called Lace and Flat 13. Um, really fresh approach to hip hop. He actually sat in his garden shed and recorded uh, the tracks and you get this sort of really raw, visceral um, and ambient feel about it. And yeah, it's just, it, if, if you don't like hip hop, give it a go because it's um, just something that is entirely unexpected. Um, yeah, so to be perfectly honest, um, I haven't delved that much into hip-hop this year. Um, there was one artist that caught my attention, though, um, called Mars Valencia. So we originally uh, reviewed a track of his called Nomads, um, liked it enough to, to want to do an interview. And then I saw that his EP was coming out, um, which is called Forgive Me. Um, so it's it's kind of more trap than hip-hop. But there, there's also a lot of jazz in there. Um, you know, there's a bit of gospel. Um you know, there's there's a few different elements put in there to make him differentiate his music just from the typical kind of trap stuff that you hear on the radio. Um, it's very, very thought, well thought out. Um, he sings as well as rapping. Um, it's something for people who like other types of music as well as trap, I'd say. It's, um, he's a good introductory artist to check out um, if you're just starting to discover the genre. Um, but yeah, Mars Valencia, if you check out his EP, Forgive Me, um, that's that's uh, it's a really good listen. All right, great stuff. Okay, so moving on now to um, so a few genres I've kind of classed together because they're all kind of quiet and chill. Uh, so acoustic, lo-fi, bedroom pop, folk. Um, so my first honourable mention in this category is um, called Michelle Lemanger. She's an Australian bedroom pop artist. Uh, discovery for me this year. Uh, I think that what really stood out to to me, other than you know her lovely rocky, bright, upbeat DIY sort of feeling bedroom pop, is um, the fact that her track was called Pluviophile Song. Um, and if you have to look up Pluviophile, as I did, it means a lover of rain. And it was just this lovely sort of unexpected song about how you know, actually rain and things traditionally you know depressing can actually be quite lovely in in some people's eyes. And it was just a, a a, a lovely conscious raising track. Um, my second mention has to be uh, Ella Ruby, um, who's an American acoustic singer songwriter. I've shared a couple of her tracks, but uh, the one that stood out is called Baths, uh, and it's it's just all about her relationship with her body. It feels re really intimate on a surface level and deeper too. She um, she has just a really beautiful way with words. Uh, and she describes her own sound as slow walking, flower smelling, dark folk. And I thought that's just a, such a beautiful way to put it. I couldn't say it better myself. Uh, final honorable mention is HD Houseman. Um, and he does have a bit of a local connection as well because he's actually from Driffield originally. Uh, his real name's Liam Palmer. Uh, and he creates this sort of 
dreamy, contemplative, acoustic music. Uh, the, the song that really stood out to me of his is called Far Unseen. It's another one of these songs that just comes into my head every now and again. It just really st- stuck with me. My favourite in this category has to be, without a doubt, um, an American artist called Will Wood. Um, and I reviewed his album um, that came out this year called In Case I Make It. And it was just absolutely mind-blowing. He just runs a gamut of different genres in there, but his songwriting is just like nothing I've ever heard before. Um, I was just so impressed and, and so sort of connected to his music. I had to interview him about it as well. And yeah, and our, our audience really connected with it as well. It was one of the most popular articles of the year. The folk uh, acoustic country genres, that's kind of my thing. <laughs> um, I've been listening to a lot of that sort of stuff recently, so it's very, it's been very, very hard to try and narrow it down. Um, one artist I did want to draw attention to is uh, a London-based solo artist who goes under the name of Mock Deer. Um, so I think, did you cover some of Mock Deer's music as well at one point? Oh, I may well have done. Yeah, it's just uh, been a crazy year. Yeah. Um, so we've we've featured quite a lot of his music recently. Um, it's folky, but it's it's kind of it's not what you'd expect. It's it's more modern folk music, but it's kind of very haunting, very kind of slow, very you know he puts a lot of different elements in there. Um, so Mock Deer released an EP uh, this year called Perceptions. It's got uh, six uh, sorry five tracks on it. Um, all the tracks kind of have a bit of an eerie sound to them, a bit of a it's hard to describe without you actually listening to it, but a bit of a melancholic, eerie sound. Um, lots of acoustic guitars, lots of vocal harmonies. Um, but yeah, Mock Deer, uh, one of my favourite artists of the year so far. We've we've could have covered him quite a bit. Um, another act that I checked out briefly, uh, they're called Sun River. Um, so they're a duo. Um, and what they do is instead of just playing basic traditional folk music, they combine folk with pop. Um, so it's almost a little bit like the Mumford and Sonsy stuff that came out about 10 years ago but better uh, in my opinion um they've just got a real real knack for writing a catchy song but mixing it with folk music and it does sound very very genuine as well um and then my last artist is a guy called Luke Sittle Singh so he's been going for years now we've kind of touched on him a little bit before but it, it's only this year that I've actually got a chance to properly listen to his music um, so the first song that I heard, and it's a song that I'm still spinning months later, uh, it's called Blind Missiles. Um, the chorus just has this beautiful melody in it. Um, the way he writes, he's got this very kind of delicate singing style, um, and it just works really well with the acoustic guitar. Um, another song that I love by Luke was called California. Um, again, it's just a beautiful kind of folk song, a little bit like Laura Marling's early stuff. Uh, mixed with Johnny Flynn um, with a bit of pop added in um, but yeah Luke Sithal Singh is one of my favourite artists of the year so far yeah that's a, that's a good pick yeah I, I love a bit of Luke as well um, I, I think I covered one of his songs I think it was called Me and God and it was about his relationship with religion and yeah it was just beautifully written and uh, yeah, really stuck with me as well yeah I mean I just can't get enough of him he's one of those artists that I, I think he's got you know quite a few albums so I'm I'm going to have to delve into them properly. I think he played a few shows recent, recently, but I was unable to go, unfortunately. But there's always next year, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so moving on now to electronic pop. Um, so I guess there's probably all kinds of pop, but for me, I always get drawn to the, the electronic uh, side of things. So a couple of honourable mentions. Firstly, uh, a lady called Kudika. 
I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, she's a British hyperpop artist who I, I actually first discovered her last year, but she released um, a fantastic EP this year called Imaginary Girls. Um, and it's just about being young and navigating life where you're always online and every aspect of your life is done via the internet. Uh, and she just combines this deepness of message with just uh, a lot of humor as well and just sounds really fresh. Um, my second honorable mention goes to Laura Farinway. Uh, again, I'm, I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, the, her music is just absolutely beautiful. Um, she released a track called Riding a Tiger early last year um, and went on all my sort of uh, playlists that uh, of all my favorite tracks. And then she's just somehow managed to top it this year by releasing a song called Acid Atlantis, which is just full of this uh, psychedelic imagery, um, just like a really rich electronic soundscape um, and, and definitely has to be one of my highlights this year. However, there was one act that just completely blew me away. Um, I've only recently discovered them and I've only heard one of their songs, but it was just completely my, my thing. Experimental, electronic sound, a little bit like the early Let's Eat Grandma sound. Um, and the single that they released was called Ikigai. Um, and it's just another one of these songs that I could just listen to over and over again. Post-recording Graham here. Upon listening back, I noticed I did not mention the name of the band. Uh, that is Starlings. Now, on with the show. Yeah, so there's been a few um, good artists. I mean, there's so many that it's just very difficult to pick from. Um, one artist that's caught my attention quite a bit from last year as well is a singer called Noelle. Um, so she's a Canadian pop singer. Now, I'm normally not one for kind of mainstream pop music, but the way she sings and the way she writes her songs, it's just something that I can't ignore. Um, so she first came to light um, to me um, with a song called Hope You're Happy. Uh, it did technically come out at the tail end of last year, um, but it's just one of the catchiest things I've ever heard in my life. So it, I'll check that out. And we've also actually done a review of one of her collaborations today um, with another artist called Virginia to Vegas. Um, the song's called Daydreaming, and it's it's a modern pop song, but there's a bit of an 80s revival sound in there uh, with the synths used. Um, so it's good to hear a pop artist kind of mixing things up a little bit. Um, so, yeah, go and check out Noel. Um, now, my next artist, um, again, this is more pop. But there's a bit of rock in there. It actually starts out a bit folky. Um, it's a bit of a mishmash. Uh, it's a singer called Joelia. Um, she's released very recently a song called Second Best, and it just starts out with this little piano melody, a bit Regina Spectory. Uh, it's got that kind of quirky, eccentric sound, and then it kind of halfway through it kicks into this proper pop rock song. Um, but the, the way she writes again it's astounding um fantastic production on the song uh, second best um and it's just great to hear another artist you know putting so many different genres together in in you know such a way um so yeah check out joelia she's fantastic um and then another artist that i've been um a fan of for, for years actually um they're a band called metric and they've uh they kind of started out as an indie rock band, but they've taken on a lot of electronic elements into their music as well. Um, so this year they released a new album called Formentera. Um, again, there's a lot, they've had a lot more electronic elements in there. The first track is just this amazing kind of experimental 10 minute banger, um, which isn't normally my sort of scene, but it's so well crafted and well written um, that I love it. 
Um, but Metric, they, they've been going for years. I think they're touring early next year. Um, so I'd, I'd recommend going and seeing them live. They always put on a great show. Oh, yeah. I, I think I might have seen Metric before a few years ago. But yeah, one of those names you always see around, but um, yeah, never really sort of hit the top, but um, definitely have a cult following. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, they're, they're a fantastic band and, and every album is, is slightly different. They do so many different genres that there's something there for everybody, I think. So, Jane, are there any other bands that you wanted to mention that um, haven't fallen into any of those categories, but you've got a burning need to, to share? Um, yeah, so there's one artist that I checked out recently, actually. Uh, it's an artist called Casey Starr. Um, he released a new album, uh, not album, sorry, EP called Boy Suck recently, which is something that I reviewed. Um, and it's I, when I first listened to it, I just kind of thought, you know, it's just normal pop music. But the more the EP continues, the more kind of wacky it gets, if that makes sense. Um, it almost sounds a little bit like an early queen. There's a lot of it's quite anthemic at times. There's a lot of kind of really random elements thrown in there, as well as the, you know, the old fashioned pop music stuff. Um, it's just a little bit quirky, a little bit experimental, but there's still enough there to appeal to people that like pop music as well. All right, brilliant. I've got a few more mentions as well myself. Um, firstly, Gillian uh, Ray Perry, who I'm absolutely in love with Gillian's sound, but it's it's difficult to categorize. So I, I, that's why she sort of ended up at the end. So she released an album this year called Gilly Gill, and it was sort of this window into her world and her struggle with mental health issues. Um, and yeah, it just completely drew me in. Um, another artist who is Bristol-based is called Phoenix Monday. Um, again, quite a recent discovery, but just a really infectious sound. A little bit pop, a little bit rock, a little bit psych. She includes in her influences Talking Heads, Queen, Pink Floyd, Lord. So you can imagine what how eclectic the result of that is. 108 is actually another fairly local act. Um, headed up by a guy called Andrew Stewart, who's from Harrogate. Uh, again, really original, really difficult to define. Um, it's quite cinematic, it's rich, it's complex, it's really moving. Uh, the album he released was called Devotion. Um, and yeah, it's it's one that I can just keep coming back to again and again. I've got to mention June Swoon as well. Um, one of my favourite artists that I've discovered through Your Calling Ever. Uh, she's been quite quiet this year, but she did just release um, a song last week, which um, is probably the best she's ever done, actually. It's a, it's a real move away from that sort of Americana sound that I first heard her do, um, and she's moved into sort of almost a um, completely psychedelic 60s rock sound, but it's it's really good. Here I am again, because I forgot to mention the name of that June Swoon track, and that is Water Baby. Now, back to the show. Uh, and then my final mention has to go to uh, Subterranean Street Society. Uh, he's a, a Dutch singer-songwriter, but his songwriting is just incredible. He wrote an album about a breakup, basically, but he, he elevated it uh, to something uh, so sort of amazing from, from such a sort of simple, relatable story. Uh, the album was called Fado. And that's it. I think there's so much more we could mention, but you know we've we've already listed so much in in this short space of time. Yeah, I mean it's it, as you said, it, we we've done so many posts this year, so many reviews. It's just it's difficult to be able to mention people. I'm, I'm sure there are you know acts that 
later on this evening I'll, I'll think to myself oh I should have put them in <laughs> yeah, um, but it's just, it's just so difficult there's just so much good music and I think that's one of the things with the internet nowadays it, it's so accessible you, you're almost strapped for choice <laughs> Jane thanks very much for joining me um, and sharing all your favourite artists from, from 2022 um, I think I'm definitely going to go look look at some of those I haven't already heard Thanks for having me as well. I hope you do. <laughs> you have been listening to Going Underground, presented and produced by myself, Graham Smith. If you haven't already, be sure to check out our website, yourcalling.co.uk. And why not head to your podcast platform of choice to hear more episodes of Going Underground or our sister podcast, The Five Albums You'll Hear in Heaven. Until next time, be well and happy listening. Mm-hmm.